Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn. And today, yes, I am joined by Jamie, by Dan, and by Joe. Hello. What up, Oos? Hello, my friend. Hello. Hello. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Jamie, yes. Hello, Jamie. Yes, all, all right. T- tired, tired. How about you? I'm very fresh. I'm good. I love my, you know, you watch a lot of wrestling. Been getting about a bit. Yeah, all good. Can't complain. Lovely week. Good, good. Yeah, no, I'm just shattered in general. No running for me today. I had a a 3K yesterday I did, so that that tired me out. I've got another one on Saturday morning at half past six in the morning, which should be Half six in the morning? Three kebabs at half six in the morning? (laughs) Three kebabs, yeah. I did my Saturday. I did last Saturday's run at half past six in the morning. I thought I'm gonna get up at six and do it then, and I was better for it. It was quiet. There was no dog walkers about. There was no cars about. I could just go boom and do it. And I felt so much better. So yeah, I'm gonna do it again this Saturday but in Sam, preparation Summer for SummerSlam. Yeah, it's on a one a.m. You're gonna be like up loads. You're gonna be up like, at least what eighteen hours by then. Oh, he, he can't he can't do it. He has to sleep at like six PM to wake up at midnight. No, oh. no, I'll be all out celebrating after a quality win at the football in the afternoon. That's true, we do so we'll be at the game. So no, it'll be a full day of it. It will a full day of it. You'll be asleep by nine. Hundred percent. Be asleep at half time. I'll be surprised if you do are you staying up and watching it, Taryn? Well, I am. However, I had this discussion with a with a friend, friend of the show, Ryan, and I was like, I totally forgot SummerSlam was on Star Wars. The second of all, I was like, it's I don't like why. It's not podcast where we talk about it. Oh, I know, I know, <laughs> but I, I'm not like, I'm not hyped for it for some reason. I don't really know why. why I don't know if it's, it's because... It's tribal warfare. Well, yeah. I don't know well, if it's do because... Do you want a custody of Rhea Ripley match? Do you want a, a volleyball game? You know, what, what do you always oh, it dodgeball, wasn't it, when you're in 2004? You oh, want some of that? Make it a Detroit Motor City match. Kid Rock's going to be there, Taron. He's past it. I don't know if it's because, like, we've got all in at the end of this month and I'm trying to, like, save my energy and hype for going to Wembley. Uh, Wembley. To go go and watch it. And I don't know if I'm like, yeah, I don't don't know. I I just totally forgot it was on this weekend. But all the better for it. I will watch it. I will do a Jamie and watch it live. I won't do a Dan and Joe and read the results on Sunday morning and then watch it. Well, you know, when you watch every single episode of every single show, you know, I think you can be allowed to kind of watch it when you wake up the next morning when we actually watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, main event, uh, level up. When you watch all of those, you know, every single... Oh, I agree. No, I I agree. The bump. You can be allowed. Mate, Caleb Braxton's left the bump now. They're getting a new host. What? Yeah, I didn't click the article because it looked like clickbait. But yeah, she's left the bump. I'm assuming it's Schreiber or Jackie Redman or someone like that. Or Matt Camp's probably taking it over. You never know. Do you know what? I honestly still didn't know it was still on the bump. I didn't know it was a thing. Well, when you play 2K23, she comes up to you and says, oh, I need an article for the bump. What's your favourite match? (laughs) I I, I like Molly Holly versus Victoria from 2000. Oh, better watch it. And then you've got to play the match. It's great. My dear Lord. I mean... He's saying you watch all of this. I'm watching all the stuff that nobody else is watching. You know, I've watched Imp- today. How's Impact going then? And nobody's watching that. <laughs> I've, I've watched the Becoming Cody Rhodes American Nightmare documentary, and I've also watched Dark Side of the Ring. 
Bash at the Beach 2000. Two quality yes. documentaries today that I've watched. I am going to watch Bash yeah. at the Beach either later on or tomorrow, the Dark Side of the Ring episode. Because other than the Doink the Clown episode, that was probably the one I was looking forward to the most. Abdullah the Butcher, that's a great one. I know that's supposed to be good. Is the Bash at the Beach one decent, though? Yeah, it's great. I side yeah. with Vince Russo. <laughs> I thought you would. I thought you would. Yeah, well, we watched um, we watched Tough Enough 3 this week, all of Tough Enough 3, <laughs> and we re-watched uh, Great American Bash 2007, which uh, featured Hornswoggle winning the Cruiserweight title. That was a good lad, that Hornswoggle. Speaking of Tough Enough, not Tough Enough 3, but like the first season and Maven, I came across a video on YouTube this week where he was like, he was handed a card with a wrestler on and he had to say how he got on with them, what his relationship was with them, things like that. He wasn't a fan of Shawn Michaels. No. Was Maven, no. Terrible attitude backstage, terrible attitude in the ring, all this type of business. Just was not a fan of Shawn Michaels. And he wasn't a fan of Cena. He was a fan of Cena from a well-done-on-making-all-your-money standpoint and fair-play-to type thing, but he was like terrible in-ring worker can't wrestle to save his life <laughs> yeah he was very, very harsh on Cena and not a, not a fan of Shawn Michaels big fan of Batista big fan of Triple H big fan of The Undertaker and big fan of Vince McMahon probably wants a job back that's why well he wasn't a fan of his theme music and he had one of the top five theme musics of all time I like I like Mavis no 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 what a great theme and yeah he hates that so his opinion means nothing really does it there must be some sort of copyright on his music because now when you go back and watch events like the Royal Rumble and stuff, it's dubbed over with a different theme. His original theme's not on there, so it's a shame because they've lost the license, right? Yeah. Speaking of copyright, though, no more one of a kind theme music. Well, yeah, because it's he's, he's gone back to Pantera, and he's gone back to his Rob Van Dam's gone back. So if anybody hasn't seen it, we must speak about it. RVD debuted on AW to confront to confront the the former Jungle Boy himself, because um, of course he's put in that title, but doesn't exist the um, FTW title on the line. And um, yeah, he, he debuted, but he, he debuted if people do not realise with his ECW original theme he did. So that that's in why. Twenty two years, I think it said. I think it has been that long, but yeah, of course he got have one of a kind. That that is safely in the WWE library of music. That is. Yeah, two thousand and one, he debuted, didn't he? Part of the Invasion storyline. He yeah. did, and that one. Well, when he when he first debuted in the WWF at the time under the invasion angle with the Alliance. I don't know if you remember or not, but he's one of a kind thing. Didn't have any lyrics. Yeah. It was, it was like the tune. And then after about six months, 12 months, I don't know how long it was, probably only about six months. Then Let's have some lyrics. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he's, he's got his original ECW thing, which is still, which is pretty cool. But I mean, speaking of, speaking of AW, finally, and I mean, finally because for the last few weeks I've, I've been worried i've told you guys i have been worried they're not treating all in properly it's going to be like a house show there's no matches announced but i did think it's bound to happen on the first week of august we're bound to get a match and on aw 200 on aw 200 that's the one and i think before we get onto the match that they've announced they are teasing others i think people thought yeah. jack perry versus RVD was going to be at All In. And I suppose 
it still could be. It's been announced for next week's Dynamite. Something could happen and they could change it for all in. But as it stands, it's not. It's going to be on next week's Dynamite. They're definitely teasing um, Jeff Jarrett versus Grado for our, for our international... For I know. For our international listeners, there is a radio station over here called TalkSport. And they kind of did an angle on TalkSport. Um, which covers all major sports, football, soccer, cricket, rugby, everything. Um, but they had Jeff Jarrett on and they had Grado on. And you will know Grado from, well, British listeners will know Grado from ICW. They will also know him as being a, a, a great actor on things like the Fantastic Two Doors Down comedy show, which he's fantastic in that. Um, if you haven't watched that, I would recommend it. It's on like series seven now and it's great. Um but also, of course, ICW, the British wrestling circuit, and our international audience will probably know him from Impact Wrestling when he had a stint on there for a couple of years. I think he's so still signed with them. I think to an extent he is, but he certainly hasn't you know, been involved in that sense for a while because he's very much more into his acting well, he's, now than his he's wrestling. He's been in peace for the UK tour. There are obviously tickets go on sale this Friday for the Impact tour, which I'm looking to get tickets for Carpentry, and they're promoting him for it. So. Well, that that would make more sense. I I don't know if having him on All In is a good thing or not. And I mean, no disrespect to him for that, but put it this way. I I read some comments online and people weren't necessarily happy that one of the matches could potentially be Grado versus Jeff Jarrett. And a lot of the backlash, unfortunately, was towards Grado. I don't want to see him wrestle. It's not great. We could have had this and that. And yeah, I... I, I think people will pop for his theme as long as they use this, his proper theme. Cool, but, they'd have to. They'd have to. But you say that, but they didn't use it in Impact because of copyright. Yeah, because Impact only got £12.50 to pay everybody. Well, true. It's so. it, 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 the it, amount of money AEW spent yeah, on the Tony, music. They got Tony Kansas. If he's going to get like a prayer, then fair enough. But I think it would be the pop for the theme and the singing. And then I don't know how great the match He changed it in ICW when he was a heel, but he's definitely coming out as a face. And he'll be coming out dressed as yeah. Big Daddy. You can see it. <laughs> Probably so, yeah. Um, I think at this moment, it looks like that match is more likely to happen than Jack Perry versus RVD and All In. But we'll see. But... I think FTR and the Young Bucks is also the other matches heavily rumoured to, to yeah. take place, which it's good to get them on the card at least. I'll go get a £10 beer while it's on, it's fine. God, and, and the rest probably cost more. Um, but yes, but the, the, main, the main event has been announced, and I'll be interested to get all of your thoughts on this one. So the AW World Championship, the real world champion, MJF, <laughs> will be defending against Adam Cole in the main event. Now, uh, there's been a bit of backlash. I spoke to you guys about this specifically Jamie, earlier today online because when it was announced, there was more negativity than there was positivity for it. I'm just interested to get your thoughts. Most of the comments around it was the fact that uh, I think the general consensus was this is AEW in the UK for the first time ever they're billing the event as the biggest wrestling event in the history of wrestling. And yes, the main event is the world title, which I've always said, yes, of course, the main event should always be the world title. And I stick with that. But people are a bit like it's MJF versus Adam Cole. And it's a match we've already seen on an episode of Dynamite. And could, 
I, I, people were giving no. Which no response. one won, by the way. Just yeah, and, and no, again, and that that's a good defence. And also in defence of it, nobody was saying, "Oh, the main event should be this instead, or it should be MJF versus this person instead." They were just very much. I think it's safe to say, in no disrespect to him, people weren't happy that it was Adam Cole in the main event, which that is the main storyline that's going on at the moment. So who else would it be? But. That's I don't good. know. I don't know it's what the, people it's the main storyline. Yeah. I mean, considering yeah. a few weeks ago you were like, um, oh, the title's probably not even good. We've got the title on the line in the UK. What more do you want? Like we do. We you do. were worried a weeks ago that MJF might not even be on the card because he's in this tag team turmoil thing. And he, and now we're getting the defense of the title. And obviously we've we talked about it anyway, because we're like, well, MJF and Adam Cole most likely will be all in. But all in East Chicago, it makes sense now for MJF versus CM all out Chicago at all out. We'll shake it all about, and then that's what we want really. And it just depends what's going to happen at all in because, like we said, this is the best storyline in AEW at the moment. They've got the best selling T-shirts. It is the best thing going, and they're still kind of face like there wasn't any turn i mean there's been rumors that it's going to be adam cole that's going to turn heel well he stuck the knife in his back last night the knife in his back which is what he did in nxt a few years ago that with that fist so with the generic white guy with a creative fist but i mean i don't i don't think it will have i think it will be um i think it's going to be roderick strong that's gonna turn and something's going to happen that way and mgf will retain which will then set up the week later of mgf generic core the generic white guy, yeah. Generic white wrestler. He's going to do it. Creator wrestler. Yeah. What's, um, um, so what, what's your... I mean, obviously, we've got Jamie Sutz there. He, he's rather happy with it. Joe, what's your thoughts on the main event? Are you happy that your first AEW event you're going to, the first in the UK, that that's the main event? Or would you have liked to have seen something different? And if so, what? Well, as Jamie said, you get the World Heavyweight Championship match at AEW. You know, it's not very often get the World Heavyweight Championship defended on a show, you know. Uh, it's in the UK. Um, obviously, MGF is the most overheel person in AEW, and as Jamie said, the storyline is the hottest storyline they've got going at the minute, so it makes story, in terms of like storyline-wise, it's the hottest angle they've got on the entire show, so I understand it. Am I excited for it? No, um, do I think there will be heel turn during it? Absolutely. Will it be MGF or Adam Cole? I don't know, but there's something's got to happen to me because the all out the Chicago show was a week later, so you've basically got to watch all in in Wembley, and then there's another pay per view in a week's time. So you've got to you've got to care enough to then pay another twenty odd quid or whatever. It's fifty dollars it in the US. So fifty dollars. To watch it a week later, so that ending of that match has got to be something really, really amazing or not expected for you to pay another fifty dollars. Right, I've got to see the next the week, the week later. Nope. You're, sh- you're shaking your head, Dan. Yeah, because uh, I'll just draw you draw your attention to this time last year when we had uh, Moxley versus CM Punk, and the title change hands, or there was something that happened on the Dynamite, and then the pay-per-view was on the weekend, and we were all like, oh, well, are they just redoing that match again? And they did, and they, they just pancaked the title, flip-flopped it. So they've done it before, and they'll do it again. AEW have a history of doing that, where they have the same match 
on two separate shows or pay-per-views or they repeat it and has different outcomes. Yet something could happen all in to then warrant having that rematch a week later at all out. There could be a heel turn either way. Adam Cole could get the upset. Anything could happen. The, the Undisputed Era might reform and beat down MJF, which means he becomes a martyr and has to call his buddies to firm to help him out. You never know what's going to happen. So I don't think it is the issue that, that it's all out. Like those marks in Chicago are going to go to the show no matter what the main event is. Um, so whether they have the same match two weeks in a row, I don't think it's going to matter too much. Yeah, because like so we've got Collision on Saturday, which is CM Punk defending his version of the title against Ricky Starks. That could even be a pay-per-view match at All Out. That's a point. Actually. I think it, just thinking about Collision, I assume they're going to record Collision is going to be recorded episode. Being they, yesterday, it's been it's been recorded on Dynamite. Yeah, fair enough. That makes sense. Obviously, with the meme in the UK the day after. Um, obviously, we're going to do our predictions for all in once we know the entire card and the the week of the show. But mm-hmm. do we foresee anything big happening? As part of the main event, then, or after taking into account that this is all in at Wembley and they want to send, you know, they want to send the fans home happy to an extent. So, do we see anything happening afterwards, or is it the case of it's going to be a title change? Is it a case that somebody's going to debut or return afterwards? Is there going to be some sort of confrontation, or do we just think it's going to be that's the match? Thanks very much. Could, could, Enjoy safe journey home. Uh, I think Adam Cole's good to the old. Like, MJF is, like, the coolest thing on AEW. Yeah, he, like, goes out and calls people marks and he goes out and trash-talks everyone. But what other wrestler went out and trash-talked everyone and beat them down? One of the most over-wrestlers in the entire history. Professional wrestlers, of course, Steve Austin. He did so (laughs) much that he ended up becoming a face because of it. That's kind of the position MJF is in now. Like, no matter what he says... People cheer for him, and he's so over. He's actually turned into a babyface. Where Adam Cole is, where when he was on NXT anyway, he was more of like the slimy, like chicken shit heel. So I think that could people are massively cheering MJF anyway. So he's more or less a tweener anyway. Why not go full hog? He he can still say whatever he wants to say, but as a face. He obviously had that promo on Dynamite as well about his ADD and stuff like that as well. It's been an emotional storyline in regards to he's finally got a friend and to have Adam Cole and turn on him. And you've got so many dimensions of where the story can go. But could you imagine? Worst case scenario, I'm going to call it out right now, is literally Adam Cole and MJF. They have the match. MJF wins. It's a nice match. He wins clean. Everyone's happy. And then Goldberg comes out and steers him, setting up the match for all out. It's what we don't want to happen, but you know. It won't be Goldberg, it'll be Ryback. No, he's never wrestling ever again. What about what about Skip Sheffield? (laughs) Well maybe. It was Skip Sheffield versus Ryback. In a tag team match. Player. Gonna go one on one with the Ryback. Well, at least now we're getting matches announced, and you know, I I suspect another one will be announced on uh, on Collision this this Next, weekend. This, so there, there is loads of storylines at the moment, which you can see either is going to be on All Out or All In, or even kind of variations. My biggest surprise, obviously, if you've watched Dynamite, is Tony Storm's dropped the title to Hikaru Shida. Yes, I did see that was the main event, wasn't it? Yeah, so I mean, the only thing I can see possibly happening that way is maybe Jamie Hayes is not ready to come back. Or maybe they're going to 
maybe they didn't want Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm and they want Jamie Hayter versus Soraya and Soraya's going to win it in like two weeks before the event and it's going to be Soraya, or Soraya versus Hikarashida. Or it could be Soraya versus Akira Shida. Yeah, because I'm thinking, obviously, we're going to have Soraya in that title picture if Jamie Hayter is not available. But if she I, is available... From what then... I've read online, Jamie Hayter is not back until yeah. Christmas. So, so yeah, I think putting Soraya into that picture then, having because obviously you're not going to have Tony Storm versus Soraya. So Shida versus Soraya in Wembley. That's fine. And then, like I said, you've got the um, Jericho Appreciation Society and the Don Callis family at the moment going on. There's loads of speculation and loads of matches that we can think of what's going to happen. Osprey versus Jericho. Apparently so at the moment. Apparently. So un- unless they're doing Osprey and Because Omega we can think Judas, I don't Chicago. care who he's facing. Well, he might get rid of it. He might come out to Don Callis' theme. No, don't do it. Can you imagine? Well, Foggy are performing on the Friday night. He might come out to, like... Uh, nameless faithless or wonderless or um you know any of his old songs you could enemy that was a big hit you could come out to that my enemy, oh, enemy. well that let's, was a let's theme keep... for a TNA, he could come it? out to broken dreams <laughs> he could do what about R- don't you wish wrong you were wrong yes all right king of my world that's it let's just keep naming jericho was songs um right well like i say we'll We'll keep an eye on what's going to be announced, but thank God we finally got a match announced and some on the horizon. And a quality match. Like, you were worried that there wasn't a title match that's going to be on because you're thinking it's a glorified house show. I know. We've got the world title on the line. It's only only that soccer moment that he's facing, so... Well, anything could happen in the next three weeks. Boy, Adam Cole could put on three stone worth of muscle mass and actually look like a professional wrestler. Storyline-wise, he could get injured and put Roderick Strong in his place or something stupid like that. Or he could get injured. He could get injured and then they basically have to swap it to him versus Punk or something. God knows. He's not going to get injured. It's going to be that match. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out in the next three weeks. It will indeed. It will indeed. Well, until then... We have a premium live event. We certainly do. It is happening this Saturday, thank God. So, yes, I will be staying up to watch it, even though I forgot it was on. Um, And, of course, we're talking about this year's SummerSlam. Eight matches on the card this time around. And they, um, well, we're going to do our pay-per-view predictions, as we always do. A reminder that I, of course, am top of the table on 35 points. Jamie's on 31. Uh, Joe is on 29. Dan bringing up the rear 27. So we'll, of course, give our thoughts and breakdown and our predictions for each match. And I usually say, well, we'll go in no particular order because we don't know what order things are going to be in other than probably what the main event is. However, they have announced which match will be kicking off this year's SummerSlam. They have. So we know we can start with that. They've announced it today. And it's everyone's favourite, Logan Paul versus Rick O'Shea. They'll be kicking things off. So before we get on to the match itself, you've already heard my thoughts on the fact that I even forgot the event was on. How hyped (laughs) are we for the event? Well, you know, as soon as we watched every Raw, every SmackDown, we're very hyped, me and Joe. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I might even stay up for it. I'm off out um, in the evening, but I'm going to see if I can get back for the pre-show at 12 or 1 at the latest. And yeah, I think it, it's of the quality that you might, it's something you can't miss. 
Could titles change hands? Could there be cash-ins, Darren? Who knows? I'm looking well, forward to it. Well, speaking of cash-ins, um, both Joe and Jamie still have their cash-in attempt left if they want to use it on this show. So that is still available to them, but we'll we'll get on to them and we'll get on to that at the end. Joe, are you looking forward to the weekend or can you take it or leave it? Um, I'm reasonably um, excited for it. Like, there's some matches that be like well hyped. Like the Ricochet Logan Paul has been quite hyped as well. Like the Bloodline storyline has been hyped as well. Uh, Shayna and Ron has been hyped as well. But then there's other matches like Drew versus Gunther that's had like not much hype at all. So it's like they're the next bag really. It depends which match looking forward to. But like there's some matches that they've like really like push and then there's other matches that have got like no story at all so I would say I'm like a 7 out of 10 excited like medium fair enough you you were 10 out of 10 Jamie you know me I don't get hyped (laughs) I stay hyped maybe that's who's going to come out the end of all in Mojo oh, why, why not? <laughs> Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale winner. Good Maybe Lord. he can do it for the boys. But uh, well, it's not. It's a SummerSlam and it's Slim Jim Battle Royale, whatever it's called. The Slim Jim Battle Royale. This is going to be like God knows. But no, uh, it's going to be okay. I was more excited for Dynamite 200 last night. Fair enough. Right, let's kick it off then. We've said we know what the opening match is. Logan Paul versus Ricochet. A match that has had a decent build, but it's a bit more of toing and throwing on the promo side of things. Don't you just love it when everyone lost their minds when Ricochet did that front flip from the ring to like the yeah. um the thing and he did it in like NXT like five years ago for the <laughs> dream. <laughs> Yeah, but he's on the main roster. No one watches NXT. No one watches NXT, exactly. Right, let's kick it off then. Dan, we'll start with you. Logan Paul, Ricochet, thoughts and prediction? Yeah, I think this is going to be one of those highlights of the night. It's going to be one of those ones that everybody's going to be talking about it the next day. Um, Everyone's going to be sharing the clips of all of the backflips and the Spanish flies and all sorts. I've got a feeling this match, it's going to go to Logan Paul. He's my predicted winner. But Ricochet, it's going to be a star-making um, match for him. It might even like elevate him to a future in the Continental title um, shot, like it did with Damien Priest in the Money in the Bank. But I think all day long, on a shades long, it's going to be Logan Paul picking up the win. He's in his prime. He's going to do it for the boys. Are we in agreement on this one, Joe, or do you want to go with O'Shea? No, I think Logan Paul's going to win. Um, same as Dan, it's going to be it's going to be one of those viral matches, a bit like the Osprey Ricochet match, where they'll do like flips, they'll do stuff off the top rope, they'll do they'll do something where like everyone's sharing it to the next day because you know that's what Logan Paul's into. He's into the viral moments. Um, you know he's done really well considering he's not a technically he's not technically a wrestler, but over the past like year or so, like all the matches he's had have been really good. So. I think this is the match where he like needs to win. It's not going to hurt Ricochet to lose. So, yeah, Logan Paul to win. Lovely stuff. Uh, no surprise, I'm also going with Logan Paul. I just think it's been it's been a while since he's had a singles match. Therefore, it's been a while since he's had a win. Obviously, he wasn't successful in Money in the Bank and he wasn't successful in the Rumble. Ricochet, I say Ricochet is going to make him look good. We already know he can perform to a pretty high standard for someone who's not a full-time performer. So I do think the match will be decent. 
Um, I, I, you know what? I was slightly tempted, strangely, to go with Ricochet, thinking they're giving him a bit of a push, and wouldn't it just be great for him to go over it? And everyone think, okay, wow, brilliant. That's a way to get somebody over. Um, but I don't think they're going to pull the trigger on that. I think Ricochet's kind of, I say, not got any momentum. He, he's found his place on the roster in the card as far as it, unfortunately for himself, that's as high as he's going to go. He might one day pick up the US title or intercontinental title again, that type of thing, but he's not going to go any further than that. And I think he's kind of accepted that. And he's against Logan Paul, one of the biggest media personalities in the world at the minute at SummerSlam, and it's kicking off the show. Um, so pretty decent spot to be in so I, I do think Logan's gonna go over it'd be silly in a way not to um and Ricochet doesn't really need it even though it'd be good to see him do it so yeah Logan for me Jamie oh J, Jamie he's on the media there's, there's, there's only one O'Shea and that's John O'Shea <laughs> yes it is um no Logan Paul you've basically already said everything that he need to in regards to that match. Logan Paul will win. He'll do some moves. He'll do a viral moment where he videos himself and he might get kicked in the face again. I mean, they've already just done that, but, you know, he's already jumped off a ladder. He's already jumped. I don't know what he's going to do. Hopefully something interesting. And then he's going to do a little video. Maybe we'll see KSI again. Who knows? Maybe Jake we'll see Paul. Jake Paul. Who knows? Remember when that was supposed to happen? The Pauls I think it might happen this weekend. Shows. I think it might happen this weekend. You think Jake Paul's finally coming? I mean, he's got a match soon, hasn't he? He's got a boxing match. Well, Logan Paul said something's going to happen that's going to shock everybody. So I got a feeling Jake's going to be in the audience. He's going to knock out Rakocket and then roll him back in the ring. One, two, three, job done. I mean, it's Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz on the same night in Dallas. <laughs> Easy, quick play. That's why it's the first match. You just hop on a quick plane, job done. It, it would, what? So he's going to go to that match first? And then he's going to go for his main event match against Nate Diaz in a boxing. Yeah, why not? It's all fixed anyway, isn't it? So. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, right, well, locked in for the polls. Locked in for old Logan, is it? Fair yeah, Logan. Okay. We've got it down. Next match, then, let's just go for it. The SummerSlam Battle Royal. Is it the Slim Jim, did we say, Dan? Yeah. I think so, yeah, the Slim Jim Battle Royale. The Slim Jim. So we've got it noted as the 20-man Battle Royale. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the only person who's been announced so far is LA Knight. I no, um, Shinsuke so... Nakamura and... Oh. Um, Are you on Wikipedia? It's at the bottom of Saren. Tommaso is it Ciampa really? Also oh, sorry. <laughs> we have LA Knight, Sheamus, Tommaso Ciampa, Shinsuke Nakamura, Otis, and Chad Gable. Yeah. So we yeah. got those. We got those yeah. six. Okay. So there's still fourteen to go. Um, LA Knight's winning. There's no point. Let's carry on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm picking, so I'm Jay, picking Knight. Jay, Jamie's going with Knight. So's Dan. So is Joe. Going with what are LA you doing? Knight. Hey, Joe, are you going with LA Knight? Hey, yeah. Z- Zion Quinn. Who? Okay. They're going to pull the job in this match. Yeah, it's yeah. like free agents like Zion oh, Quinn. free agent. Von, Von Wagner, the people they haven't done anything Baracol with. Him. Odyssey Jones is a good shout as well. Now, I am going with someone who is going to Shot, shot the world. The world. 
I am not going with LA Knight. I think yeah. it's going to get teased again and he's not going to be successful. I'm going to go with a returning superstar, someone who we've not seen for a while, um, who's just kind of disappeared. And I think he's going to come back in this match and win it all. We've not seen him since Mania. It will be Omos. Oh, God. Omos is going to come back and do it for the lads. I did think Bobby Lashley he might be in it, but then he won the uh, WrestleMania Battle Royal, didn't he? And then did nothing. And, I know and he's, he's reforming the business with the Street Profits. He is indeed, yeah. So, no, I'm going to. No, we don't I'd want love it. it. I'd love we it don't to be want a, it. LA Knight, and I think it probably will be, but I've just got this feeling Omos is going to come back and he's going to dominate and win. Probably eliminate LA Knight last, but that's going to be my. Um, my like dark horse pick on it to try and try and stay at the top of the prediction league. This right here, it's domination. But it will be LA though. <laughs> right. Now we've got Ronda Rousey in potentially a last ever match by the way that they're talking about things. This sounds like this could be the end of the road for her. Um versus Shayna Baszler in an MMA rules match. Terrible. So <laughs> MMA rules, I mean, we know what MMA rules are if we follow MMA. Um, so I assume no pinfalls, it's going to be submissions or knockouts. Well, you know what it means. Um, it's about to knock the other one out. It certainly is. On the basis of the fact that I think Ronda, Ronda Rousey is done after this, I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler personally, but I'll be interested to know what your thoughts all are on it. So we'll start with Jamie. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Shouldn't even be a match. MMA rules. Is Daniel Cormier going to come down and officiate it again? What happens? <laughs> is it going to be five-minute round rounds? And then after well, we don't know. Rounds, we just do not know. After three rounds, is it then going to go to the decision? Could it be a tie? Who knows? It's terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. This is wrestling. It's not MMA. If it was a real fight, Ronda Rousey would win. But because it's wrestling, Shayna Baszler. Fair enough. Um, Baszler for Baszler for Jamie. Joe. Yeah, as I, said, as I said at the start, this is like one of the matches that's actually been hyped really well. Like um, they had a really good package on SmackDown, like explaining Shayna and Ronda's like backstory, like how they met each other, how like Ronda was Shayna's coach on um, the Ultimate Fighter, how they've become like really good friends, like how um, Ronda's like let her like live in a house for free, uh, but basically. Um, Shane has been saying that like she's taken a spotlight and Ronda's got there before us. It's just all about jealousy, basically. But yeah, I've read the same as you on the dirt cheeks that Ronda's just wants to go off and be a mum full time. She's done with wrestling. So I've seen that all over the dirt sheets. And Shayna Baszler needs like a boost. Like she's not been doing anything for a long time. And I thought her and Ronda were actually a really good tag team as tag team champions. So like why they lose the titles. And then I saw that on the day she's Ronda's wants to like drop you know, go and retire. So yeah, it makes sense for Shayna Baszler to win. So yeah, Shayna's my pick. Dan, who have we got? Yeah. I pretty much agree. It's uh, Shayna all day long. Um it, it is it is the case that you know that Shayna's leaving afterwards. So it makes sense for Shayna to win. And get that elevation. Um, you know, she has the momentum. Then I beat the great Shayna Baszler. I think there's only a couple of people who have ever even done it. Becky Lynch, 
uh, Liv Morgan, dead people that have... He keeps saying Shayna Baszler, by the way. He says she'll beat the great Shayna Baszler. <laughs> the great you know Shayna what I mean? Baszler. <laughs> I know. You know what I meant, Ronda Rousey. I can correct myself, yeah. but you know what I meant. Um, essentially, she's going to be... Uh, it's going to elevate her, um, and she's going to have that rocket ride all the way back to the top and eventually actually get a title shot because she's worked... She's a former NXT champion. She was pretty much undefeated in NXT. In um, NXT. So I think she's just going to go um, back into the main event picture. And we may see Ronda again, maybe at a Royal Rumble or something, but it's a good way to make her exit, you know, make her tap out disgraced and then she's gone. Well, that's what happened in the UFC. She got knocked out by Holly Holm. Misha Tate, sorry. Misha Tate was a Holly Holm. Holly Could Holm. have been both. Holly Holm, I think it was both it? at one point. Some, didn't she then come back and fight Misha Tate and lost as well? Um, but God knows. Yeah, uh, I think the thing with... Um, I can't remember what I was going to say about Ronda Rousey. Um yeah, who knows? I love her. She should win. I, I'd love it if she just won and then just basically would just left disgrace. It could be a massive swerve and she just signs a new contract the night after. But what I was going to say with Shayna is when she first came into the dude, wasn't she like just this massive beast at the Elimination Chamber match and she was just knocking everyone out yeah. and stuff like that? It'd be good to go back to that and, like Dan says, to defeat the great Ronda Rousey and her mentor. The student finally defeats the mentor. Maybe they'll hug it out and then she'll leave. Leave her boots in the ring. Who knows? Boots in the ring. Classic. A 25-year a career comes to an end. Boots in the oh, ring. You're the one that's got a T-shirt. I do. I'm, oh, yeah, I might <laughs> wear it. I'll, I'll wear it in a... Yeah. You'll wear it to Wembley. For, I'll wear it to Wembley. <laughs> Somebody on Reddit said, will I get knocked... This is, this is literally, yeah post on reddit somebody said will i get knocked out if i wear some wwe merchandise to yeah it depends who to be fair somebody did write yeah i'll do it <laughs> well, yeah coming in with a acknowledge me t-shirt acknowledge this fist as it should be right all we need is everybody to be wearing either a double clothesline top or a better than you baby maybe an orange cassidy top thrown in there as well <laughs> never I can't wait till he loses the title at all, and it's going to happen. I can't. Oh, he's wait. not. He's not going to be in a match just for you. It'll be a trios match. It'll be him and best friends. Ugh. Uh, yes. Ah. Oh, exactly. And you've got to give the people what they want. What for him to drop the title and retire? No, you don't watch the. You don't watch the products. So you don't even know what I'm talking about when I say <laughs> that, do you? No. <laughs> Yeah, I, no, you don't. I, I'm, I'm happy to announce. No, I don't know when it comes to that. You've the old got to give the people what they want. It's the hug in the middle of the ring. Good lord! But but I don't want that, and I am part of everybody the wants it. Anyway, as we move on to a match that I think might potentially be harder to work out than people think. The Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther defending against Drew McIntyre. Now, does Gunther's reign continue, or does a returning Drew McIntyre have something in his contract to keep him happy that he picks up the title, Dan? No, I think I sent you a graphic the other day that um, he's very, very close. He's only within a few days of beating the Honky Tonk Man's record as the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. And they're going to do that, it's just like they're doing Roman Reigns and Bruno Sammartino. It's going to be exactly the same with Gunther and Honky Tonk Man. He's going to take his record all day long. It's going to be a heavy, slappy, slappy boy-boy match. Um, but, yeah, all day long, Gunther's pick, picking up the win on this. And we might even see, 
a new member of Imperium debuted. Could the Mad Dragon, Ilya Dragunov, be called up to the main roster? That's I don't think so, because apparently he doesn't want to be part of it, but we'll see. I suppose he's still it's not his decision, decision if he wants to sign his checks. Yeah, exactly. Um, I am going with Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, Drew McIntyre. Thanks for the points, Darren. Takes the title. It's going to be a quality point for me to keep us at the top. Gunther, they're going to do. I can just see it. They just, yeah, a few days away, like you say, from breaking the record. It's not going to happen. The, the honky tonk man will come it. out and hit him with a guitar. Well, hopefully, we can only hope. Yeah, we can only hope. I, yeah, they're keeping Drew happy. He's taking the Intercontinental Championship. Jamie, I just thought I just had to double check. It's okay. He's from Tennessee. He's not from Detroit, Illinois. So we're real. We're Detroit, Michigan, <laughs> not even Illinois. Jesus. Uh, he's not from Detroit, so we're okay. Michigan. So we won't be there. Yeah, no, I don't know why I said Illinois. I've got Chicago on the brain. You know who but, is uh, from Detroit? Kid Rock. From Detroit. Well, that's why he's there. Yeah, um, he's going to interfere. But no, Taron, I have to say, Drew McIntyre will lose this match to Gunter. Fair enough. But hey, hey, that if if you want your opinion, it's wrong. But if you want your opinion, there we go. He's yeah. going with Gunther and Joe. Come on now, whose side are you in? I mean, Gunther's been um, so like impressive. I can't see him losing to Drew McIntyre. I said this is one of the matches that has like had no build to it at all. Like Drew came back and many in the bank said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna challenge Gunther for the IC title at SummerSlam," and like. There's been like no build to it really. Like he's had a couple of promos, but I think this is a massive fall off from grace from for Drew McIntyre. You know he was facing Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle, and now he's back down to IC title. Um, my prediction is that Gunther's going to win. Um, bit like Dan said, I'm I'm guessing they're going to add to Imperium, and I want Drew McIntyre to turn heel to go back to the Scotch psychopath. I'd be a badass heel and just like destroy everyone, just cable kick everyone. I'd be a sadistic psycho heel because it's just not working for me uh, for Drew McIntyre at the minute. He's just what he's doing, what he's presenting to me just doesn't work, in my opinion. What we need is like Drew McIntyre, Seth Rollins. That's what we need. We need to go back to the main event picture. He's got a title to fight for, that's not Roman Reigns. But obviously, we won't see that happen in a few years until the draft, probably. But how about we just get Bron Breaker come out and spear them both and then just leave them all lying? That'd be good. We don't want it. We don't want it. We don't it. want it. <laughs> right. <laughs> those predictions are locked in for those. The triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship. It is a triple threat. It is Asuka defending the title against Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. And that rhymes. You can't tell me it doesn't. I will start with this one. I was slightly worried they were going to throw the title back on Charlotte again already, but I think Asuka's probably going to retain. I'm going to go with. So I will stick with Asuka, Jamie. Very interesting you say that because how many times has she won the women's title now? 14. She's getting closer. Charlotte Flair. Is that you go with? We'll, we'll get pinned right. by Asuka. Fair enough. I know, yeah, I've got Asuka to retain. Um, something between Charlotte and Bianca will probably happen and she'll get the pin after Charlotte knocks her out or something. Fair play. Joe? 
I'm going to go for Asuka to retain, but she's not going to have it for very long. I'm officially going to go for a cash-in. Io Sky's going to cash-in against Asuka uh, for the slam. Uh, <laughs> he, right, he's banged it in. He's banged it in so he could get banged two... In. He could get two points here. A point for Io and a point for a successful Wait. cash-in. Are you, are you saying? Are you saying successful cash in? Do you not get two points for a cash in and for them to win? No, it was just a bonus point. We established oh, okay. that last time. Just, just the one bonus. But that could be all he needs to stay above his brother. You never know. Eo Sky, it is right. Okay, uh, Dan. Well, I knew Joe won't pick and Bianca Belair. That was a given, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> I'm going with Asuka. Nobody is ready for Asuka. She's only just been. She's only just got the belt. And having um, Asuka versus Io, I agree with you. I think there's going to be a cash-in, but I think it's going to be a failed cash-in. I think the Shotzi and Bailey storyline that's going on at the moment, last time those two are having a feud, um, yes. I think that's going to... She shaved her head, I know. Yeah, yeah, she's got a proper crew cut and everything. That's going to, like, she's going to cash-in, but that's going to cause, like, a mix-up, and then she's going to get rolled up, and Asuka's going to run away with the belt. But, yeah, all day long, Asuka's picking up the win on this one, I think. Just to confirm as well, if there isn't a cash in, does Joe lose a point? No, he just uh, loses. No, he doesn't lose a point. Was it? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Me and me and Dan already used ours at the Money in the Bank event itself. We should be the bookers. The World Heavyweight Championship match. The defending champion is Seth Franklin Rollins. Freaking Rollins. Versus Finn Balor in a match that we've already seen in the last event. But what could happen? I tell you what could happen. Seth Rollins retains, and that is my prediction. No cash in, even though I don't have that left. Dan, um, I'm going to go with Finn Balor to win. Jesus. Because well, I also think, Cameron, that... don't you have a cash in? I think that uh, get one for the might use the cash in or tease it afterwards when Finn's celebrating, but then he's got to watch out for his friend who's got the belt. Yeah, all of everybody else in that stable has a championship or has a briefcase or has something. Finn doesn't have anything and he's desperate at the moment. So, yeah, I, I think why are they doing this match for the third time? Very similar uh, to when Randy Orton was facing um, Drew McIntyre. Back a couple of years ago during the pandemic era, you know, why did he keep facing him all the time? He kept facing him in that era because there was nobody else to face him. But in this era, I think it is the case. Whack it on um, Finn Balor and then they're back, they're back up there and he, he always has that shadow behind him then. I think that makes a much better storyline than, oh, who's Seth Rollins facing next? Who cares? Put it on Finn Balor, it'd be funnier. New World Heavyweight Champion, there we go. Tara, don't we get two cash-ins, one for the women's, one for the men's? So if you want to put your money where your mouth is and put that cash-in on the line... No, we only got one opportunity to We only got in. one? Yes, we're making it harder. But there's it's a what the people women's. want. Well, you can choose when you wanted to use it, and I've already used it. Fair enough. Jamie, then, what's your prediction for this one? I think with this one, it's the hardest one to predict. It could go either way uh, in regards to either Seth Rollins retaining or Finn Balor. Um, it's just a matter of what's going to happen next in the storyline-wise. Like, so, like Dan was saying, where do you go with Seth Rollins after this? Who's he going to face? Um, whereas there is, obviously more opportunity if Finn Balor does win. I mean, they'll probably have another match as a rematch because he's just lost the title. Um, but if Finn Balor does win, then it opens up opportunities then to face and faces. You've got Judgment Day then all wrapped in 
kind of gold or title opportunities. You've got Dirty Dom, if he's still the champ, don't even know what happened at North American Bash or whatever it was called. Um, he, won. <laughs> he won, there you go. You've got Rhea Ripley, obviously the champion. You have Finn Balor as a champion, Damien Priest is money in the bank holder. Like draped in gold. Then you can obviously have the ascension at dissension of Judgment Day of Damien Priest teasing the cash-ins on Finn Balor perhaps as well. Or maybe Finn Balor would keep trying to tease him to cash it in on the mid-card title. So they've all got titles that way. And then it will eventually he'll cash it in on Finn Balor. So I'm going for Finn Balor just because I prefer to see that happen over Seth Rollins. My dear. But I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Seth Rollins wins. He is one of the most over yeah. people in the company. But storyline-wise and the opportunities that could come from this match, I think Finn Balor's the right choice. But no matter what, the next pay-per-view is going to be Finn Balor v Seth Rollins anyway in a rematch. Come on now, Joe, a bit of sense. Um, Seth Rollins to win, definitely. Um, I think at the end, Damon Priest will tease a cash in, but he will fail. Oh. I'm thinking that because um, the briefcase obviously has been like um, being threaded into like Finn Balor doesn't trust Damian Priest and you know, they don't trust each other and then like, they fell out and they made up again. I think David Priest will come out, but I think Finn Balor. I think Finn Balor is going to be so close to winning. Then David Priest comes out with the title. Then David Priest like causes a distraction or something, and then that causes Finn Balor to lose again. Well, there we go. Well, you've locked it in. That's who we've got. Right, penultimate match. Will it be? I don't know, but that's what we're going with here. The rubber match. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. They are one apiece, Dan. Who wins the series? Yeah, I, I, this again, this one could be a sleeper. It could go either way. But the way that they've been doing it from undesirable to undeniable, it's going to be Cody Rhodes. I, th- I think the way they've had the build, having Brock look like a chicken shit, it just makes sense. So we'll go with, uh, oh, all the smoke and mirrors. Cody Rhodes picks up the definitive win. Joe? It's got to be Cody Rhodes for me. As Dan said, like, he's won, like, a few matches, but he hasn't won a lot. Um, again, being Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. He doesn't he doesn't need to win. He can just do whatever he wants. He can just turn up and do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. So, him is into Cody Rhodes isn't going to hit him. So, yeah, the same as Dan, Cody Rhodes will win, but it'll be close. Jamie? Yeah, um, Cody's winning this one. It's continuing the story. He's going to beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. The only thing I think of happening if Finn Balor wins the title is obviously Cody Rhodes should be the next in line. But Cody's kind of already said he doesn't want that title or doesn't acknowledge that title. He might still win that title. He doesn't acknowledge that. And I think it would kind of tarnish it if he wins that title before the big one. Um, so hopefully I, he doesn't win that one um, because like he never won the AEW world title. He's never had the world title in a major promotion. So well, you don't want a secondary world title, do you? Well, secondary, Sorry. apparently. Uh, WWE secondary, secondary in the UK, but there you go. Jesus. It is by markets. You look at the viewership, but there you go. Um, 
But yeah, I'm going Cody Rhodes. Okay. Hear me out. The winner of this match will be Barack Lesnar. Because right at the end of the match, when it looks like Cody is winning it all, then lights are out. Go out and Bray Wyatt returns and takes out Cody Rhodes to set up their feud, which Cody will ultimately win. Lesnar picks up the victory. Bray returns. You heard it here first. He is back. Okay. The room goes silent. <laughs> what? I mean, like the Husky Harris Cody Rhodes thing when he was his pro and mentor. Yeah. There we go. Main event then Roman Reigns defending the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And also on the line is recognition of Tribal Chief in a tribal combat match. I assume tribal combat just means it's because rules, whoever yeah. wins gets the tribal chief name. I don't even know if it is no disqualification. It is. If you is watch Smackdown, they clearly yeah. spelled it out and they said thank <laughs> God. They meant no rules. If you if you watch Smackdown, it clearly I didn't that. watch Smackdown. I had stuff to do. Well there we go. And it doesn't matter because it's very, very safe to say and I defy anybody to go against it that Roman Reigns will retain the title down. Yeah. No I agree. Um our tribal chief, Roman Reigns um, he's going to keep the belt. He's going to keep the um, tribal chief, tribal queef name. Um, I do think that there's going to be some shenanigans, maybe a new member, or maybe Jimmy turns on Jay. That has been rumoured um, that that could That'd happen. That would be the biggest Vince Russo swear ever if that happens. But yeah, I think Roman Reigns, he's getting so close to Bruno's record. Um, it'd be a very good match. I think it will be getting us all going, oh my God, he's going to do it. But yeah, Roman's, uh, Roman's getting the win. You agree, Joe? Yeah, I've learned a lot of things on this podcast and one of them is never bet against Roman Reigns. So yeah, Roman Reigns is winning all day long. And Jamie. And still. Yes. And Jamie, you're going with no cash-in on this event? No. No cash-in, that is fine. I mean, looking at that, there'd be like no title change or anything. What a boring SummerSlam. Well, maybe so, but will it be boring? Who says no the way? US title? Oh, the US title's been defended next week on SmackDown, isn't it? What other titles yeah. are there that could be defended? Well, Intercontinental's being defended. Tag titles. The, te- the tag titles. Owens is injured. Yeah, they might the vacate title. it and then have a battle or something, you know. you got the women's tag titles. Raquel versus, um, versus Rhea Ripley, if she's cleared. You don't need any titles changing hands at SummerSlam when you've got the returns of both I mean, Bray Wyatt have- and Omos in one night. Bray Wyatt could just come out and like after Seth Rollins or Finn Balor after that match. I don't think it needs to be Cody Rhodes or Brock. I think he should go straight into a a title picture with Rollins or Finn Balor. But who knows? And we might get Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny might come out and confront Logan Paul. You never know. Let's hope not. Right, they're locked in. That is our official preview and predictions for SummerSlam. So we look forward to Saturday with that. Will I still be at the top? Of course I will, but let's see. <laughs> Not with those right. predictions, you won't. <laughs> well, it'd still be top even if you got all those, because I think I'd only gain about two extra points on top. So I'll be well, then, I might as well gamble, you see. Top. Yeah, yeah. Good. Right, Joe, do you have a quiz for us to finish off this week's show? I do. I have got a SummerSlam-themed quiz. I do. Oh! 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 oh. 
Are we right. Some oh, ten, 10 questions, is it? I haven't. Ten, yeah, ten, 10 questions on SummerSlam, yes. And just to note as well to all of our listeners, Taryn's camera isn't on, so he's Googling all My camera answers. isn't on. You can, If I go like that, you can hear my keys, so you won't hear it. Yeah, I, I, does anyone type like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, Joe, Joe definitely does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, question number one. SummerSlam had the first TLC, but what year was it? Okay. Cool. Question number two: True or false? Hulk, Hulk Hogan has never lost at SummerSlam. Okay. Question number three: The custody of Dominic Mysterio was on the line at SummerSlam, but what year was it? Oh, good Lord. I'm your puppy. <laughs> your puppy. Question four. Dan kind of mentioned it earlier, so you might get this. What kind of game did the Divas face the Diva Search in? What kind of game did the Divas face the Diva Search in? Oh, I didn't even hear him say that. Did I? I have no idea. The Divas faced the Diva Search in. Yeah, there so it was go. the Divas versus the Diva Search um, at SummerSlam, but it was a kind of. It was. It wasn't just. A, it wasn't a match. It was a game. What kind of game was it? Was it? Netball, okay. rugby, soccer, or oh, okay. what soccer? <laughs> Good lad. Uh, question number five: Which comedian and political commentator cost John Cena his WWE Championship in 2015? <laughs> That's the most stupidest thing. <laughs> I didn't want him to get to 16. <laughs> what was his name? Got it. <laughs> I don't okay. to get 16 more titles, so I took him out. Question. Question it, well, it wasn't the most stupid reason ever. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> I, re- I respect Ric Flair too much, he says. <laughs> Question six. William Regal faced Christian for the ECW title at SummerSlam, but how long was the match? Oh, God. It was, it was, I'll give you yeah. a clue. It was very short. Yeah, no one's going to get that exact. I'll give it to you to the closest. To the closest, yeah. Yeah, if you don't get exact, that's fine. I'll give you whoever's closest. That's fine. Okay, question seven. Randy Orton became the youngest world heavyweight champion at SummerSlam, but how old was he when he was the youngest world heavyweight champion? What was his age? Okay. Undertaker faced the other Undertaker at SummerSlam 94. But for a point each, can you tell me what kind of match was it, was it and how long did it last? Jesus. In who, sorry? So Undertaker faces oh, Doppelganger. Undertaker faces Doppelganger, the other Undertaker at SummerSlam 94. For a point each, can you tell me what kind of match it was and how long did it last? I think I can tell you what the match was. I couldn't really tell you how long it lasts. Is that a yeah. point for each? A point for each. I'll give you a clue. The the match was a gimmick match, and yeah, the time yeah, yeah. and the time was very short. Like that. That's the clues. 
It was a gimmick match. I thought it was just a normal. Oh, I, I have no, no idea. It was a gimmick. It was a gimmick match. That's, I'm giving you a big clue there. Cool. Uh, question nine: Stephen Amell wrestled in a tag team match at SummerSlam. For a point each, can you name his tag team partner and who was his opponent? <laughs> I can indeed. Good job I watched the American Nightmare documentary today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because Stephen Amell narrates the documentary. Oh, does he? Does he? That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question 10. These, this is a multiple answer question. Brock Lesnar has made event in SummerSlam eight times, but can you tell me what year he made event in SummerSlam? And for an extra bonus point, who is his opponent? There's eight. So, I'm sorry, you want to know that all the years and all of the opponents, or just the opponents? The years and the opponents. Oh so the point, Lord. A so point, 16 oh, points at the house. Yeah, so it's a point for the year and then a point for the opponent. Or opponents. Because okay. there is more than one on one of them. I'll give you a clue on that. Take him about three. Okay. It was him. Um, it was him. I, need, I, need I don't even know what year that was. Um, it was bullet him. Points. Trying to think, like in the early 2000s, who we would have faced. And as he faced, like, as he faced people. This more is not than just a normal match, this is a main, you know, main event. Match just not normal match for main event. So he's had eight main events as in last on the card. Yeah, so he's had eight main event matches last on the card. So he started his career in 2002 till now it's 2023. He's main evented eight times. So what years did he main event SummerSlam and who was his opponent or opponents? Because there is more than one on one of them. I'll give you a clue on that. Right, okay. That'll, that'll do. I've got one, two, three. I've got six. I think I've got six. I can't think of the other two, so we'll go with that. Shall we start having a run through the answers, Joe, whilst we're finishing up our last question? Yeah, OK, that's fine. Um, question when SummerSlam had the first TLC, but what year was it, Jamie? Uh, 2000. Um, 2000. Taron? I thought 2001. It's 2000. Yeah. Question two, true or false, Hulk Hogan has never lost a SummerSlam. Dan? True, 5-0. Oh. Aaron? Oh, I didn't know it was 5-0, oh, but I put true. Oh uh, yeah, I've got true as well. Yeah, true, he's never lost at SummerSlam. Question three, the custody of Dominic Mysterio was on the line at SummerSlam, but what year was it, Aaron? 2003 or 2004? I'll go with 2004. JB? I went for 2005. Oh. Um, I went 2005 as well. Yeah, 2005, correct. Oh, for God's sake. I won't go into that because I know he knows the answer on this one, but question number four, what kind of game did the Divas face the Diva Search in? JD? Football. Might touch football, I don't know. Taron? Volleyball. Dad? You can dodge, duck, 
dip, no, sorry, dive, dodge. and dodge. Dodgeball. It was dodgeball. It was dodgeball, correct. Uh, question number five. Which comedian and political commentator cost John C. the WWE Championship at SummerSlam? Taron? John. Is he called John Stewart, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Stewart. Yeah, John Stewart. John Stewart. Correct. John, John Stewart. Um, question six. Regal faced Christian for the ECW title. For how long was the match? It was very short, was the clue. Dan? 36 seconds. Ooh. JB? I've gone for 13 seconds. Karen? 47 seconds. Um, Jamie gets the point. It was eight seconds. The match. Jesus, I don't even remember. It that. was just the power of the punch straight away, weren't it? When the ref was yeah, turned. it was literally going the match. They, they, he hit it and then pinned him straight away. Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, Regal, I can't remember. Yeah, Regal, Regal won. Story, <laughs> What's it? What the hell? Uh, question seven. Randy Orton was the youngest world heavyweight championship uh, champion who won it in SummerSlam. How old was he? Dan. Uh, 24. Darren? 23, I put. JB? 24. 24 is correct. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I, I buy one on everything. <laughs> now, this one is the one that stumped you. Question number eight. Undertaker faced the doppelganger Undertaker at SummerSlam 94. For pointing, what kind of match was it? And I'll give you a clue it was a given match. And how long was it? And I'll give you a clue it was very short. Uh... Parent. Now I watched this not so long ago and I didn't think it was a gimmick match, so I just put no DQ. I thought it was just a singles match, but then I put and I, so I put four minutes. Sorry, I put three minutes. Three JB. minutes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh I had no idea, so I put casket match one minute fifteen. Right. That definitely wasn't casket match two minutes. Um it was a mirror match. And it lasted what? 57 seconds. Does that mean I get a point? <laughs> yeah, go on, you were closest. Yeah, it was a mirror match where, like, because obviously they look, they had to take a look. It was his cousin, I think. They both looked the same. So everything they did, they, like, mirrored each other. Like, like <laughs> left hand to left hand, right hand to right hand, move for move. They mirrored each other. I was doing the clown. Wikipedia here says Undertaker defeated Undertaker in a singles match in 8 minutes 57 seconds. Hey. It was SummerSlam 94. Yeah, that's what it was. SummerSlam 94. Well, no, that's all right. We can contest it afterwards, but that's what it says. Okay, question number nine. Stephen Amell wrestled in a tag team match at SummerSlam. For a point each, can you name his tag team partner and his opponent, Dan? I can. Um, you sure you want to go to me? Because I got all of them right. Tarrant? And I yeah. watched the documentary, so I know it. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. I, I can't remember who we teamed with. So did he... I put versus Cody Rose and Ted DiBiase. Wrong. Wrong. And who was his tag partner? I have no idea. I can't remember. So Rey Mysterio. Neville, Neville was his tag team partner. And uh, he faced yes. Wade Barrett and Stardust. It wasn't Cody yes. Rose, it was Stardust. It was Stardust. Yeah, correct. So Neville or Pac was his partner. And then That's Stardust. Two points, isn't it? Star, Cody Rose. Three. Three. Yeah. Uh, one, oh, three. Okay, yeah, three. point for uh, Neville, point for Stardust, point for Wade Barrett. No points Ooh. for Cody Rhodes. No points for Cody Rhodes. <laughs> no points for Cody Rhodes. Because obviously they're talking about the Stardust character. He's got okay. Because obviously he appeared as Stardust in Arrow. <laughs> from from the last one, that it seems like this one was quite a tricky one as well. So Brock Lesnar has main evented eight SummerSlams 
for point each cuning the year and his his opponent. I'm gonna go with Taran first. Oh good lord. Um he faced the rock in two thousand and two. Right. How are you gonna do this? Are you just gonna say yes? Are you just gonna list list all your are you gonna list all your A and then we'll do it that way? Yeah, just just, just list them all and I'll tell you them all again. I've got the Rock 2002, Kurt Angle 2003, um, Triple H 2011, John Cena 2014, Undertaker 2015, Randy Orton 2016. And that's all I've got. You've got two. What? Maybe. Is that two as in two two, two right correct. as in yeah two correct what yeah. with the year as well yeah because I've what? got the rock two, I've got the rock two thousand two and Kurt Angle two thousand and three isn't that four points if it's right because it's one uh, for the I'll tell you I'll tell you at the end fair enough okay I've got Triple H twenty twelve what which went for two thousand eleven John oh, Cena yeah, twenty fourteen so we had all four of them kind of similar but yeah. then the duplicate I put I put Triple H again in twenty fifteen. I also went to The Undertaker, but later on in 2018. Ray Wyatt, 21, and Roman Reigns, 22. I need to get uh, to some of these. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you've got, you've got a couple right there. And Dan? Um, so I didn't know how you wanted me to write it down. I thought you wanted years and opponents. Opponents, I went for Triple H, The Rock, Orton, Roman Reigns, Goldberg, Taker, and Cena. And the years, I went for... Um, 02, 22, 21, 20, 18, 19, 17, and 14. I didn't know how you wanted me to write right. that. He, he, he definitely faced The Rock in the main event in 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that was Rock correct. and Rock. So I'll tell you why I've got this is according to Wikipedia. So if you want oh, to. Oh, where <laughs> we go, where we go. So I got 2002, he faced The Rock. So yeah, is that two points or one point? That's two. Two points. That's two points. So you did one cool. Yeah, cool. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've got then, he didn't do a WrestleMania, he didn't do a SummerSlam main event until 2012 against Triple H. Oh, I got that. Fair enough. Okay. And then um, the next one is 2014 against John Cena. Yes. And then I got 2016. He, I've got um, that scene. And then 2016 was against Randy Orton, again, main yeah. event. That's what I said as well. So I'm already on six points. Yeah. I, was, I thought it was on two. <laughs> so count your, own, count your own points as Joe goes through them and then we'll add them up. Uh-huh. Um, and then 2018 versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, didn't get that. Uh, 2019 against... Um, sorry, 2017, sorry. Um, Samoa Joe... Roman Reigns and then Braun Strowman. Oh, he had that triple threat, didn't he? Yeah, and then 2000 and... Yeah, 2018 against Reigns, Seth. 2015, Taker. When was Taker, sorry? 2001? 15. 15. 15. Yeah, main event, yeah. so I got that. Yeah, so. I think I said it, yeah. So, 2012, Triple H, 2016, Orton, 2018, Reigns, uh, 2014 Seth, 2015 Taker, 2002 Rock, 20 sorry 2019 Seth sorry, 2014 Cena, 
and 2017 Samoa Joe Roman Reigns is Braun Strowman. Makes sense. Cool. So okay. there's quite a few sense. points up for grabs there. Yes, there was. So let's just add them all together. One, two, I got 11 points total, so not a great showing from me. 18. Ooh. 20 for me. Oof, there we oh, go. Point for Dan, which ties in with Jamie now on the quiz board. Oh, Dan on eight, Jamie on eight, um, I'm on four, Joe on one. Who's Jamie's your turn next week? I'm sure of it. It is indeed. It is indeed. Lovely. Right. Dan, where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, we're on Facebook, X, Threads, Instagram, at Grapple Cash Show. Still seems a bit weird saying X and Threads, but Mm. there we go. There'll be NXT characters in about six months. Um, But also, you can find us wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Uh, with Grapple Cash Show, but please make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. We do like it if you do give us a um, a rating and a comment. It really does help to boost us up the charts um, and get some more momentum against the big guys like the What Cultures and the Cultaholics. Um, but yeah, give us a like, rate, subscribe, tell your friends. Lovely. Thank you very much. Thank you, Joe, for this week's quiz as well. And enjoy SummerSlam, everybody. Try and watch it live. Um, if not, enjoy it the next day. Jamie, if you'd like to sign us off. Yeah, well, I guess without further ado, I bid you a good night and goodbye. Ta-ra, guys. Ring the bell!